We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Good morning. Welcome in to the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. That's a little trick we producers like to play on our hosts. Alan Rogers just saved my <laughs> bacon. I look over, my microphone button is not lit up, so I hit it's it. It's broken. It doesn't light up. It's broken. And I'm thinking, I mean, you might have been happy, listener, in the car, in the office, Uh but I wasn't happy because I want to talk with you today. Hey, welcome in. Uh, Bruce is out today. Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in again. And um, it is Open Line Friday. You know what that means. It means phone lines are open. 844-TALK-989. What is on your mind? Anything. Whatever you want to talk about, give us a shout. I'll be respectful. I'll hear you out. Uh, we have several segments where you can call in, so make sure you do that. You might want to answer the question of the day. And if you want to vote, you can do that if you're on Twitter or X, at Jack Windsor. That's W-I-N-D-S-O-R, just like Canada, just like the royal family, at Jack Windsor. What caused the massive spike in cell phone outages yesterday? Was it human error, solar flare? Was it planned? Or do you have another explanation? I did it. Alan did it. Just like I rigged your button. Well, look, we're going to put on the tinfoil hats later, <laughs> and we're going to go full-on uh, conspiracy theorist. I get called that enough, so I'm going to embrace it, and we're going to have fun with it. Um, let's see. Today, we've got a full docket, and I want to let you know who we have, and then I want to get right to our first guest because we have a lot to cover. Uh, Mark R. Weaver is going to be here. We're going to talk about that Jason Mead case. The jury is hung. Uh, there's a push for a retrial. And then the Trump verdict in New York, crazy. Uh, can anyone say Eighth Amendment to the United States Constitution? Uh, 12.06, Adam Hewitt will be here. We're going to talk about solar flares. And then the Democrats claiming information on Biden's and their international web of business deals is, drumroll please, Alan, Russian disinformation. There it is again. 2016 all over again. Can you... Race card is is that just no longer well, the race card will come later. Oh, okay. We're gonna that they're gonna play that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to in euchre terms. They're, they're trying to get their first two tricks. Um, they'll they'll use that use that one on the third. Uh, State Senator Jerry Serino will be here at twelve thirty five to talk about a bill. There are a couple of bills, companion legislation aimed to outlaw what the Ohio Press Network, yours truly, uncovered in November. Millions of dollars from a Swiss billionaire influence the issue one election. They want to stop that, so we'll talk to him about it. But right now, we're going to go to the phone line, and uh, we're going to welcome him in. He is State Senator Andrew Brenner. He's a Republican, and he serves as the chairman of the Senate's Education Committee. Uh, Senator Brenner, welcome in. How are you this morning, sir? Just for Jack. How are you doing? 
I'm just kidding. Vlad Vladimir, oh, yeah, is that you? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah, a lot of craziness out there. I, I probably alien spacecraft working with uh, Elon Musk to uh, suppress AT and T, so Elon can take over all of the cell transmission. That I think Ooh. is probably what's really going on. Ooh. I've not heard that one. I like that one. Yeah, I just made that one up. So there you go. Listen, in the future, if you want to run as a Democrat, you should. Because if you can make stuff up that quickly and make it sound, uh, you know, accurate, dude, you've got – the sky's the limit, Andy. Uh, (laughs) Well, unfortunately, we deal with truth in the Republican Party side. So, Well, that's what we're here to talk about. I'm going to tee you up this way. Uh, there was a guest opinion written by State Senator Bill DeMora in the Columbus Dispatch. Should this, the state allocate even more public funds for unregulated, unregulated private schools? DeMora says Ohio used to be the fifth in the nation when it comes to education. But since Republicans, those bad Republicans taken over, we're now 29th. They've created a slush fund for private and charter schools to use public dollars. Um, during the budget process, House and Senate Republicans decided to expand the school voucher program to promote school choice, mostly for students already attending private schools, uh, in addition to allocating hundreds of millions of dollars to just 150,000 students, while also diverting precious funds away from our public schools. The state might consider proposals to give even more money to the less regulated schools. Um, we're failing, we're underperforming, and we ought to be we ought to stop asking public schools to continuously do more with less, and we're not adequately paying our teachers. Uh, you know, Senator, the first one to plead his case seems right until another comes and cross-examines him. That's somewhere in that Bible. Uh, what say you? Yep. You have responded to that, and I want to give you the floor to address all of those crazy points right now. Well, thank you, Jack. Uh, in fact, the facts are on the Republican side, and they're not on the Democrat side. Uh, we have increased funding to our public schools substantially, especially in this last budget, which I believe the Democrats voted no on. Uh, so if you take a look at the overall expenditures, uh, our budget provides record funding for K-12 schools of $9.6 billion for fiscal year in 24, $9.9 billion in 2025. That's an increase of 12.9%, nearly $2 billion over the previous year. So this suggestion that, you know, we're underfunding our schools or that, you know, that we're, you know, harming the schools and we're taking money from our public schools to give to charter schools. Well, guess what? Uh, To Senator DeMora and others, charter schools are public schools. They're just privately managed public schools that are outperforming the local schools in the areas where they're basically located. Uh, Senator, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there real quick because I want want to hammer this point home and then I want you to continue. Um, I I find it interesting that Democrats who often talk about democracy, which, by the way, we don't have a democracy. We have a constitutional republic, think that people ought to weigh in unless it deals with education and giving parents the opportunity to decide if they want their kids to go to an underperforming school or a a school that is adequate. I just want to remind DeMora that he's talking out of both sides of his mouth in this argument. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I would advise all of your listeners, if they want to see all the details, they can Google CUP Report 2023, C-U-P-P, named after former Speaker Bob Cup, actually, when he was a legislator 20 years ago. He came up with the idea of putting literally all the data online in a big Excel spreadsheet that you can download. So 
this idea that we're underfunding the schools is ridiculous. Columbus Public Columbus City Schools, uh, the total operating expenditure per pupil in fiscal year 23 is $24,466.99. Now, this is an operating expenditure, say, let's compare it to the City of Delaware Public Schools. Delaware Public Schools operating expenditure per pupil is $13,883. Now let's compare it to East Cleveland City Schools, which I've mentioned before had uh, single-digit passage rates pretty much across the board in all their state standardized tests. Our total operating expenditure per pupil in fiscal year 23 for East Cleveland is $34,664. An Ed Choice scholarship for a high school student to go to an alternative school is $8,000 a year. That's it. Wow. So this idea that we are taking money away from the traditional public schools when the data is very clear, uh, these traditional public schools are spending so much money per student and getting horribly tragic results that it is it is laughable on its face it's it's staggering so you talked about columbus city schools and by the way i would be remiss because and we might get into this by the way andy i've got the next senator sorry i've got the next segment open can you stick with me on the other side of the break for a few minutes because there's there's a couple other things i want to talk about okay so we've got about a minute and a half on this side um one of the things i think people fail to understand is that we're hearing this cry that we don't have enough money. Teachers are underpaid. Tell our listeners how much cash schools are sitting on in the state of Ohio and what that is the equivalent to. Well, the amount of cash that our schools are sitting on in the state of Ohio across the board, a year-end cash balance of $9.6 billion. The state surplus is only $4 billion. So if you take a look at it, Columbus City went from 244 million cash balance on end of year 23. They're forecasting 303 million in 24 and 347 million cash balance in 2025. Many of your local districts have gone from only 10 to 20 percent of their annual expenditures as cash balance, which is appropriate. You've got to have some cash balance in case a levy fails or whatever. But some of these districts are at 80, 90, 100 plus percent of their annual expenditures in cash balances on hand in the state of Ohio. I'm talking with State Senator Andrew Brenner, a Republican uh, from Delaware County, serves as chairman of the Senate's Education Committee. Uh, State Senator, stick with us. We've got about eight minutes on the other side of this. And I want you to address uh, Senator DeMora's claim that um, teachers are underpaid. And uh, I want you to remind our listeners when we come back where the money's really going. And then I'm going to ask you about the Olentangy Local School District um, effort to collect more funds, too. So stay tuned. More with Brenner on the other side of the break. Democrats hate competition. State Senator Bill DeMora is uh, fighting the idea that the state should allocate even more public funds to what he calls unregulated private schools. Uh, You know, the first one to plead his case always seems right until another comes and cross-examines him. And that's exactly what State Senator Andrew Brenner 
a Republican from Delaware, who serves as the chairman of the Senate's Education Committee, is doing right now. Senator, I want to read you this, and then I'm going to shut up and let you and let you have the floor again. DeMora says, we're asking public schools to continuously do more with less. We're not adequately paying our teachers. He goes on to say, um, if we are really a pro-life, pro-child state, we would do more to address the core issue. Students, teachers, and families need more resources. Our school funding system was declared unconstitutional in 1997. Our new fair school funding plan is still being phased in because of the lack of funding. Rather than moving to fully subsidize private religious education, we should fully back our once highly rated education system that has been chronically underfunded despite the Ohio Supreme Court's decisions. How do you address that? Well, again, getting back to the fact that the the school districts are sitting on $9.6 billion in cash. I mean, this idea that we're underfunding them is is just completely ridiculous. Now, what is ridiculous is the fact that the charter schools, the community schools in Ohio, which is technically what they're called under the code, uh, which are also public schools that are privately run, they're about two-thirds the funding of the traditional public schools. And it's even less if you compare them to where they're located, such as Columbus Public or East Cleveland or, or Youngstown or other urban areas where we're spending, you know, large sums of money. The teachers in those districts, um, you know, for the kind of work that they do, some of them may be underpaid, but the bulk of them uh, are given a, a good salary. Um, now, the conditions maybe in some of those schools because of management problems, I, I would argue that maybe there's some issues there. Mm-hmm. But when I, I just talked to one of the biggest uh, charter school operators in, in the world um, earlier this week. And the big problem that he has is that they're so underfunded compared to the traditional public schools that they will recruit good teachers, train them over a couple years, and then the traditional public schools, such as Columbus and others, who have significantly uh, larger amounts of money to work with, immediately just pluck those teachers out of those charter schools and pull them in at significantly higher salaries. Yep. And it's not even a question of if they're doing it. They're doing it. They're breaking the contracts. The charters really have no ability to to fight if they could, but there's just they don't have the ability to do this. So this idea that you know we're underfunding the teachers across the board. I mean, there's probably some cases out there that I'm sure there are teachers that should be paid more. I'm guessing all the ones in the charter school system should be paid more. Uh, but this idea that if you're a traditional public school teacher in a teacher's union, either through the American Federation of Teachers or the LEA, both of those unions donate heavily to Democrats. They keep pushing this idea that they're you know, so heavily underfunded and that these teachers are, are poor and, and are completely without a mon- out of money, that it, I mean, it's just an outright lie. And, and the districts have the money to be able to pay them. They've got the cash reserves to pay them. Uh, but you take a look at where those political donations are going, and they're all going on the union side to people like Senator DeMora. And he knows this because he's received significant amounts of funding from uh, the OEA, the Ohio Federation of Teachers. And if you go to transparencyusa.org, and we've actually got an expanded um, version of the original um, a letter to the editor, my op-ed that we sent, you can see that the Democrat Party, the uh, one person, one vote, uh, the Democrat Party Supreme Court Fund, citizens, not politicians, are receiving millions of dollars from Bingo. the OEA. Bingo. 
So that is what's causing this entire uh, side of theirs to push that, oh, we're underfunded. It's because they want to collect more union dues to, to send this money to these far left organizations. And then we wonder why the kids aren't learning in the classrooms. Uh, it's because they're pushing them these far left ideas, these progressive communist socialist ideas to try to suggest that we need to do more in the classrooms with the money for other things that have nothing to do with learning. And this is why you end up with the Columbus Public Schools director of uh, curriculum suggesting that third graders in five years uh, will be only passing the state proficiency test at a rate of only 30% of the kids. I mean, this is what he said, or they, they proposed just a few months ago. I mean, it's ridiculous. Senator, 90% of those kids passing those tests, not 30%. And Senator, since you use the, the statistic 90%, we know that it's, it's a gross number. It's like 95 to 97% mm-hmm. of unions support Democrats and progressives. So almost monolithically, the union dues they collect go to progressives. Um, I guess the thing that I would say to close, and then I want you to have a chance for a call to action here. We've only got about a minute. But the man with an experience is never at the mercy uh, of, a, uh, to the, of, of the man with a theory. I, unfortunately, or fortunately, sat on a board of directors for a charter school that was born in Columbus's poorest community. It was underfunded. The building was, it was certainly not a classroom. But you had teachers who had a curriculum. They hustled. You came to school at this time, you left at this time, you dressed this way, and they marched through the curriculum. I'm going to tell you something. They were underfunded. They were fought by Columbus Public Schools, and they turned the lives of the kids that were in that school around. So this idea that you have to have everything funded to the hilt, that, it's a, that it is a money problem, is false. It is a thought problem. It is how we feel about our education, and it's what we do with the dollars that we already have. Uh, we've got about 45 seconds here, Senator. What should our listeners do who might be a little pissed off by this? What should they do about this? Well, let's forget the backpack bill. Let's just push for – let's shut down the traditional public schools that are failing, which are mostly urban districts, and let's have all that money, 100% of it, follow the student to whatever school the parents decide to send their kid to. You do that, you put competition back into these schools and from the standpoint of a check and balance. Right now, there's no check and balance in these urban districts. It's appalling that you've got East Cleveland with a passage rate in 2023 of 1.4% of their students passing a geometry test. It's appalling that you've got kids in Columbus City who only, you know, 30, 40% of the kids passing the state standardized test. Um, you, you, we've got to stand up and we've got to say enough's enough. You guys have plenty of money. Uh, you need to now either do your jobs or we need to put somebody else in charge. And if that means the parents take control by having 100% of that money follow that kid to whatever school they want to go to, then that's what needs to happen. We need to make sure we're electing school board members who know what they're doing uh, and putting and holding their superintendents and schools accountable. And we need to make sure that we, you're backing legislators uh, who understand school choice and are willing to support school choice all the way. Columbus schools have millions. Senator lying on Republicans to uh, lying about Republicans to feed money to the school union. That's the Columbus Dispatch op-ed written by Andrew Brenner. Uh, it was published on February twentieth. Check it out. Uh, he is Ohio Senator Andrew Brenner, Republican from Delaware County. Serves as chairman of the Senate's Education Committee. 
and he broke it down for us. Those are the facts, folks. Senator Brenner, thank you for spending time with us today. We deeply appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jack, for having me on. You're very welcome. And thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, Don't worry, Bruce will be back. I'm just filling in for today. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. And up next, Mark R. Weaver will be here. We're going to talk about Jason Mead's case and the Trump verdict in New York. So stay tuned.